Welcome back to X1 Squared, where we discuss all things engineering, including challenges, tips, tools, diversity and inclusion, and STEM. I'm your host, Carla Bright, and I can't wait for the next episode. Tune in. All right, welcome back to X1 Squared, where we discuss all things engineering, including challenges, tips, tools, diversity and inclusion, and STEM. I'm your host, Carla Bright, and today our guest is Andrea Dumont, who is a water resources project manager and a licensed professional engineer, as well as a social influencer working in Austin, Texas. Welcome, Andrea. Hey, Carla. It's wonderful having you. Happy to be here. Hey. Thank you so much. We appreciate you accepting the invitation to be a guest on the show. So I love Austin, by the way. How long have you, you lived in Austin? I've been here about five years. I am originally from St. Louis, but I did grad school in Texas. And after grad school, Austin was my favorite city. And there was a, a groundwater expert that lived here. And so it was a really easy move for me up to Austin. Um, yeah, it's been awesome. That's great. That's good. Yeah, I moved to Austin in 2007. Sorry, moved to Houston from two th- in 2007 from San Diego. And Austin feels so much like home for me with the weather and everything. Yep, all the outdoors, river. Yes. So you've been quite busy as a social social influencer. You have a blog called The Watermark where you touch on topics that are certainly top of mind, not only for millennials, but for females as well with posts like Pay Secrecy and Equal Pay. Um, You've also been featured in a couple of magazine articles, one being the ASCE magazine, And you've also been a guest on The 1% Engineer, which is a YouTube channel. Tell us more about, you know, how your, what's it it been like for you as an influencer and what your followers are sharing with you about their experiences? Yeah. So for me, I started with my Instagram and the, the blog and YouTube and some of the other things came later, but it's really been about connectivity, social connectivity, global connectivity, digital. So I I don't think I'm using my Instagram any differently than probably any of my peers are. (laughs) But what I like to look at is, um, I guess I'm a sponge for information, right? So I'm always researching, I'm always looking into things, always trying to figure out, you know, where do we go next? How do we, you know, how do we use virtual reality or something into our designs? And so for me, since I geek out over that already, it's really (laughs) easy for me to post about that. And yeah, it's, um, it's been kind of cool because I'll post something and then it'll, I'll have people that, you know, meet up with me at a happy hour in the industry or people that will email me something and I'll think, I had no idea these people knew I was here. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's fantastic. And you are such a great writer. I absolutely lost in your post on the engineer girl website, a day in the life of Andrea Dumont. It was so engaging. I absolutely loved it. Thank you. Yeah, so I wrote that post a couple of years ago. That was actually when I was in New Orleans for about six months working on a project, and I was in meetings, and I was running around, and it's really one of the reasons that I, I started doing my Instagram as regularly as I do it is, you know, I was seeing how a city works, how business works, how, you know, what is happening in our cities that other people might not have visibility on. I thought, this is so cool. Everyone needs to see this. And so that, I mean, that's what inspired my Instagram. And that's, I think probably what inspired that post was 
you know, this is what it looks like to be a female engineer. This is the sort of things you get to do. And, and it really is changing our communities. Like we're, we're developing solutions that are going to affect how people live in 10 years and how they live in 50 years. And us as civil engineers, we're like right in the thick of that. And that's something that's really inspiring and empowering to me. And it's something I try to, the passion I try to call back on when I'm having a particularly tough day or if, you know, a project's not going as well as it should. And so that is, that's kind of what I want to show to other people. And, you know, it has an element of outreach of exposure for younger people that might be interested in civil engineering, such as the engineer girl post. It, it's, you know, there are some struggles or some challenges, especially with diversity in the industry. You know, that's not a surprise to any of us, but there's also a lot of really awesome things that we get to do that, you know, it, it makes me jump out of bed in the morning. That's great. And so those are the elements that I want to share with them. Yeah. So I'm glad you, you found that and you liked it. Yeah, it was awesome. Very, very good. And it sounds like you really love what you do. Can you tell us a little bit more about your role as a project manager? Yeah. So actually, I don't generally tell people I'm a project manager. I mean, everybody knows it, right? But I, my signature line in my email says water resources engineer. And it's funny because yesterday I was reading an article on Forbes about how for women, the, it might not be the glass ceiling that's um, holding us back. It might be what they call a sticky ground. And I was thinking, you know, I don't know that this is really relevant to women in engineering because we're a little bit of a different industry. And I think for women in engineering, it's really easy to get sidelined into a management track because we have what they call the quote unquote soft skills. Mm -hmm. Whereas then the guys get more of the opportunities for the technical work, for going out in the field and, and really progressing their technical careers. And so one of the things that's really important to me is to remind people that I am a technical person. I'm not just a, a project manager. Um, and I think that's one of the powers of being a project manager is you can take all this technical information and distill it down to, you know, what makes sense? What are the, the risk decisions? What are the budget decisions? And really drive a project and drive solutions and results. But you can't do that without the technical background. And so that's something that um, yeah, like I said, in my signature line, you'll see it just says water resources engineer and my other role. Um, but I, uh, I don't always say that I'm a project manager. Yeah, no, I get it. I get it because it does speak a lot to the technical side and you, you've got to stay true to that. Um, right. That's what I went to school for. That's what I'm excited about. <laughs> exactly. So of course you don't want to lose that, that aspect of it. And you certainly want to be, um, looked at and respected as an engineer and, and, you know, it's a big deal. I get that. So hats off to you for that. Um, to just identify that you are an engineer. You will always be an engineer, regardless of, you know, what that growing role or title, you know, becomes. So that's fantastic. Thank you. So let's go into what even prompted you or what drew you into becoming a water resource engineer in the first place. So I have a lot of engineers in my family, <laughs> so engineering has never been something that I've been that I just like didn't know about. It, my, you know, my dad's an engineer. My great grandfather was an engineer. There's lots of engineers in my family, um, so I always thought I wanted to do more of the 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 hardware mechanical engineering side. And when I started in my undergrad, that's what I started going for was mechanical engineering. And I realized really quickly that as much as I love engineering as much as I love the work and I get along really well with 
um, a lot of the guys in engineering that I needed a support network of more women in my life. Mm -hmm. And so with that, I switched out of mechanical and went into geological engineering. So it's been a little bit of a uh, twisted path through environmental engineering and groundwater remediation to groundwater production and aquifer storage and recovery, some of the large production projects. Uh, And now I'm doing project management of dams and reservoirs, uh, along with a little bit of groundwater engineering, but it's, it really has been a twisted path and I just kind of let it take me wherever it takes me. Right. That's good. And is there anything that um, you can share with us in the area of technology of how we use water today or we use water that we should have our eyes look, you know, on the lookout for? So water is so important to us, which I don't need to say that for people to know that. Um, Water conservation is going to be really big in our industry is to figure out how we use all the different technology that's coming out. You know, um, how do we deliver water as a product? How do we do water conservation? How do we pull it out of the ground and treat it and reuse it? Think about water as what they call one water. So um, instead of it being these different streams of stormwater or wastewater or drinking water, it's all one type of water and it's all treatable and impacts the earth in the same way. So Andrea, tell us a little bit, where do, you know, about where do engineers hang out and what, what do you guys like to do? So um, I think all of us are pretty left brained um, and we like to be in small groups and you know, the engineers that I know, they like to go to happy hour. They like to hang out after work. Um, we're very much like work hard, play hard people. And so for me, that is, you know, I'm always going, I'm traveling, I'm, you know, hanging out at coffee shops with people. I'm multitasking, listening to podcasts while I'm on a run. And the, the people that I'm friends with in engineering, they're very similar. They're always going and always moving. And yeah, we're, we're an interesting bunch of people. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm a recruiter and I love connecting with engineers. So I want to be where they are, you know, and just be part of the conversation because it's so important to know from an aspect of, you know, placing engineers, what they like, what attracts them to a particular company, you know, what's going to retain them as a matter of fact. So, and that's important for me to get that information so that I can give that feedback to companies that I work with who, you know, are not attracting the right talent and not retaining top talent and, you know, changing their, their thought processes around flexibility in the workplace and innovation and, you know, giving large projects to those who are not as experienced, but to give them that opportunity to learn that experience. So, yeah. And I think one thing, you know, that within the last 10 years has changed is that we're all online. I mean, if I, if there's any one place that all engineers have in common is that we all have our mobile phones and we're always connected and not checking email or on LinkedIn, looking at posts and congratulating our friends on new jobs and things like that. And so the online space is, you know, really where we're at. Yes. And I think that's important to know that for companies to know that work can get done no matter where you are. And I'm such a true believer of that. You yeah. don't have to be in the office. You don't have to be sitting in a cubicle. You don't have to, you know, have that FaceTime because as long as you're being, you know, tested or, you know, uh, what's the word I'm trying to say, um, looked at for your, your achievements, 
that's what's most important. You know, are you getting the work done? Are you meeting the goals of the organization? So, yeah, and we found that for a lot of people, if we don't have that sort of autonomy and flexibility, that that this industry is is not well suited because they need that in order to have their personal lives and their work life balance and make sure that everything that's going on in their lives that's not necessarily work related is also met. That's so, right. Yeah, that's true. Well, thank you for that. And so now I've got one word for you, Zanzamittens. <laughs> Can you please tell us more about Zanzamittens? <laughs> yes, I'm so glad you asked. So for your listeners, Zanza is my cat. She's, she's actually also from Houston. Oh. Uh, yeah, I got her when I moved to Texas for grad school. And I had, you know, moved across a couple states and I didn't really know anybody. And I, you know, was thrown into grad student life, which is, you know, if you're not doing research or doing your TAing or you're doing your classes or, you know, everything else that happens in grad school life. And you're trying to make friends with a bunch of people and you don't know anybody in the whole state. And so she really, she came at a time that I really needed her and she's been with me through a lot. She's a really good traveler. She travels with me. She gets a lot of airtime on my Instagram. <laughs> that's awesome oh I love that yeah well now cute. Andrea yes yeah, she, she looks really beautiful on your I think she's in a couple of your posts on your on your blog yeah so now it's time for hot seat questions hope you're ready okay so <laughs> hot seat questions are a list of four questions that I ask you um, and you just answer the first thing that pops in your head or whatever you feel you'd like to share so the first question is, what is your biggest pet peeve? Sitting in traffic. So if you know any transportation engineers. <laughs> no, I know lots. <laughs> yeah, I, I was like, I can't do this anymore. I'm mopeding only. Yes. <laughs> I think it's the most frustrating part of my day, to be honest with you. <laughs> okay. So now talking about parts of days what's your favorite part of the day oh early morning for sure I'm in bed by 9 or 10 p.m but early morning is where I shine okay, good 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 I love early mornings too your thought processes just come so so smoothly I think early in the morning yeah what's been you your... so much everyone's awake oh yeah yeah that's true what's been your favorite engineering tool for me, it's probably social media. Um, if I, you know, it's the, the way that I am able to talk to some, to people that aren't in my immediate vicinity. I've posted things that people have sent on to, you know, the leaders of my company and they've reached out to me. And so that's probably, you know, what, what has been the most effective of me being able to communicate with people. And I mean, obviously engineering is about the technical part, but it's also about communication. Right, right. And then lastly, would you choose the movie theater theater or Netflix? Netflix. I never know what's happening in the theater. <laughs> either. It's just not a comfortable place for me. No, in Austin, we have Alamo Draft House. I don't know if you've been. It's like full service. It's awesome. Yes. But every time I go, it's more for the, the dinner and the service than the movie. <laughs> right. I'm the same way. I've been in there a couple of times. It's really, really comfortable. But I'm more of a, a homebody. I like sitting on the couch watching a movie. Yeah. Well, Andrea, thank you so much for sharing your background with us. And how can we follow you and learn more about your wonderful experiences as an engineer? 
Yeah. So my main platform is Instagram. I'm at Dumont Andy, A-N-D-I. Um, and then any of my long posts and more of, you know, the ways that I I pull in different sorts of information and, and it's more of thought experiment. Those are all found on my blog, which is andromedadumont.com. So that's my online name is Andromeda or Andy. Um, okay. So andromedadumont.com or Dumont Andy. I'm also on Twitter and YouTube, but those tend to be more cross postings and the, the real driver is Instagram and the blog. Okay, perfect. Well, thank you so much again. And I want to thank all of our listeners for joining us. And if they would like to join us next time on another engaging episode of X1 Squared, we'll be right here. Awesome. Thank you, Andrea. Thanks, Carla. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye.